this is Masajati. Welcome to my podcast, Exponential Intelligence. This podcast is on surviving family reunions. With me is Crystal. Crystal, how are you? It's going to be a fun one, I think. Yeah, I like how we chose the word surviving family reunions. Yeah, we're going through the words and I think most of us actually do want to just get through the family reunion as, as sanefully as possible, I guess. So <laughs> surviving is a perfect word. So before we jump into our Surviving Family Reunions podcast, I'd love to talk about your upcoming live event. Yes. In North Carolina. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a fun one. It's the first time actually we're in, uh, we've been in North Carolina. So it's oh, be really? So yeah. the first night, which is Friday, July 15th, 2016, for those that are li- yep. listening, is Can This Man Change Your Life in 10 Minutes or Less? Yes. Uh, and, you know, if, you've ne- if you're new to me, uh, you know, a long time, well, not a long time ago, about a year ago, it was like, can this man change your life in, in a half an hour or less? And then it was <laughs> 15 minutes or less. Now it's getting less and less. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. There's going to be a lot of new people that I'm um, kind of picking up on. Mm-hmm. So they're going to be very, I don't want to say impressed, but I think they're going to be very, say, awakened. Uh, a lot of times when we come into, say, a new city, mm-hmm. you know, they're really don't know what to expect of me, you know, Uh, and then they warm up to me and then they understand the whole concept of, you know, they can change their life in, in a very short time. It doesn't take 10, 20, 30 years. It doesn't take years of counseling, you know, years of going to the doctor or whatever Mm -hmm. uh, to transform their life. So uh, it's going to be very, very, like I said, very, very interesting for those new individuals coming in. So this is your first time. Is this your first time in Asheville? It's the first time in Asheville. Yes. Wow. So what, what draws you to Asheville? Why did you pick this place? Uh, you know, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, you know, I heard it was really beautiful. I'd like to see the Smoky Mountains. Uh, there was a lot of people that said, you know, come over to Asheville. Mm-hmm. So it, just like any other place, we usually have somebody that, say, draws us to it. Right. So, uh, and then we see, uh, you know, how much of a base that we have. Uh, and even if, if we have a small base, it, it ends up, say, packing, uh, uh, you know, uh, packing in the house just like this. It's 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 sold out. Right, right. Okay, so right now, just so pe- people are listening, the Friday, July 15th is sold out. But if you hit us up on our Exponential Intelligence Facebook page, you can direct message us there or listen to or on the Instagram page. We can maybe make some exceptions for our listeners. Uh, but... Uh, the Saturday, July 16th from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern time is available. And that's called, yes. it's on finances and relationships. Yes. So, uh, you know, the the first, the initial one, the Friday one, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it's really say, uh, uh, you know, see if uh, I resonate with you guys. And so it's, um, uh, people do get changes. People do receive ch- uh, changes within that because I do a lot of group healings within that. Uh, and then Saturday we go say into say specific subjects like uh, finances. That's awesome. So, and that one, the Saturday one will be able to do, to access remotely too. So people can listen yes. on the phone, yes. over the internet, on Skype. So yes. all of our podcast listeners could attend that exactly. one as well. Exactly. That's awesome. I love the Moss Live. You tr- you are traveling all over the world doing these events. It is crazy, and um, and you know every uh, I'm actually impressed, um, very humbled actually, because there's a lot of say events that get sold out or get overfilled. So it's very nice, very humbled by it. So thank you for that. 
amazing. It's very exciting. All right. So that is just some of our calendar stuff. We're starting this new thing on the podcast where we talk about where is Moss in the world? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where's Moss? Can you find Moss? Yeah. And he's coming to North Carolina. So that'll be lucky for them. I can't wait to hear all about it. We'll have to do an update on a future podcast, how it went. And so now going back into family reunions, let's talk about the meta healing at the end of this hour, what we get to look forward to. Sure. Uh, the meta healing is actually looking at, say, your family from a different perspective, uh, kind of a humorous, humorous perspective, but then also detaching from your family because that's what, well, that's what usually happens and that's what we're going to be talking about in detail. As, say, I work on you, as you do the work with me through the meta healings of 21 days or, you know, some of the other, say, frequency spas or clinics that we do, uh, the, there's a sense of detachment uh, pulling away. Uh, and we're going to talk about, say, all sorts of or all types of families uh, mm-hmm. on, this, on this podcast. In this meta-healing that people get to listen to, uh, yes. you talk about how discipline is important. Uh, it is. Uh, discipline is very important because, you know, family has a really, really strong draw. You know, uh, if you are not, say, disciplined to go forward, disciplined to stand your ground, uh, you're going to get, say, sucked back in. Uh, and once you do something with me, once you are to the point of, say, pulling away from that family paradigm, if mm-hmm. you will, uh, what happens is that, yes, yes, they can do back in, but it's not going to feel the same. It, it, uh, and then you do something else to, again, pull away. So it's not, a, say, a, a most fantastic say, detox space to be in. So <laughs> it's just easier if you're more disciplined. Uh, the transition uh, will be, say, smoother. Uh, and much more beneficial and obviously uh, easier uh, and faster for you. So Yeah, because when you say discipline when it comes to family, I think a lot of people get what that means without even, you know, they have images in their head or they think of situations where they just let their discipline go out the window and they may have broke down right. in front of their family. They may have said something they didn't want to say or their right. feelings pop up where they're like, I, why is this person making me sad or happy? I need to have more control right. over myself. But it's not really about control in those types of situations, is it? No, no, not at all. It's actually keeping your your emotions in check, not getting lost with your emotions. Because one, you know, yes, people do blow up, you know, mm-hmm. in family circumstances, especially as their feelings start to come up. You mm-hmm. know, they get really, really mad on say what happened a long time ago because it could have been so different, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they want to speak up, which is totally fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but sometimes we got to keep say those emotions in check, especially in family, you know, reunions when you have a big crowd. Because then you look, say, it doesn't, it makes you look like a clown because it's like, what the hell is wrong with them, right? Mm-hmm. It's blowing up. So it makes you feel, say, insecure and unsure. Uh, and that's the that's the last thing that you need as you're transitioning. Because then if they think that you're insecure, unsure, uh, and if you're not, say, that, that uh, say, disciplined on mm-hmm. your own self, you'll start to believe that. And then that's how they suck you back in. Uh, another thing about, say, family discipline or family mm-hmm. reunions is that as you pull away, uh, there's a whole, say, different genre uh, is that families will start to make you feel guilty as you pull away. It's like, mm-hmm. well, what about the family? You're leaving the family behind. You know, what if I get ill and you're not going to take care of me and so on and so on. And a lot of us like good sons, good daughters, what do we do? We go, well, it's only this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you look back in your life, 
Uh, it's always been only this time. Those only this times seem to add up, you know, and then it's, uh, you know, years and years and years have passed uh, and it's still about only this time. So again, becoming really disciplined to say, be aware. I'm not saying you can't help anybody, but you can't, uh, you know, as your say parents get older and so on, obviously they need help, but they can't come into you, embed themselves in you. Mm-hmm. So. And for those that are listening, if um, you're new to the program, I invite you to please go back to uh, one of our earlier podcasts during the holiday season this year. We recorded it. It was uh, called uh, Family Dynamics. Yes. And we really do- dove into those types of issues. If you're exactly to better, you know, the dynamics of a family relationship. And, and now we're moving forward into the family reunions because we're moving into summertime and there seems to be, you know, the kids are home from school. There's a mm-hmm. lot of family activities. Uh, there's a lot of family reunions in general. Uh, my, my question to you, Moss, is why do people, when they get together, when families do have reunions, people seem to kind of fall into these roles. Like if you have a lot of brothers and sisters, the, the big brother role, you know, and all of a sudden he becomes the big brother. And then, right. if, you know, if you're the little kid or if you're like the baby, you all of a sudden you step sure. back into the family reunion, you become the baby That's and you start baby. to feel like you did 20, 30, 40 years ago. What, mm-hmm. uh, is that why is that, and is that the best thing for us? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how we get stuck in those roles. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad actually we're doing. I'm glad you reminded me that we did something back at, during the holidays mm-hmm. because a lot of those people that say we worked on, mm-hmm. right? Uh, I worked on. The, this is perfect timing because they're going to come back into their family reunion and they're going to see their family from a very, very different perspective. So I'm glad you brought this. So this is actually perfect timing for those people who are, you know, going to get connected again. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the reason why, I, I get, well, there's a psychological study that did that. It, it, you know, that actually studied the exact same question, and they came up with, you know, it. And I talk about this. It's it's about time. Is like they revert or you revert back because you're in the same say atmosphere. You're in the mm-hmm. same environment. You're usually in the same house that you grew up with, right? So what do you do? You transform or you go back in time and you identify with that time because it's. I mean, you spent most of your time there, so it's easy for you to just say jump back into say that role, mm-hmm. uh, and then other people, um, you know. Um, well, other people expect you to be in that role, you know, your father, your mother, whoever, your, your brothers, because, you know, as you say separated, you know, you're 18 or 19 or whatever you are, uh, that you separate, they don't say see the rest of your life anymore. They just see you as who you were in the family dynamics, right? Um, so that's why they just pull you back into that space and then they expect you and that's why again discipline is very important because mm-hmm. you don't want to get say pulled back into that old identity that you're not anymore mm-hmm. same thing with uh, you know that study that you know if you if you smell say cookies uh, that your mother baked right mm-hmm. it takes you back to the age that you smelled those cookies it takes you back to the emotions back to the feelings uh, all that we talk about family reunions family reunions can happen in a variety of ways they can be like a wedding for example, where you see your whole family. Yep. It could be like a, a church event where maybe someone's getting baptized and it's a family barbecue. reunion. Yeah, a barbecue. Uh, sure. I, I know, Moss, you have a really big family. We do. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and we've, we've had a lot of laughs about that. How many people when you have family reunions? 
35, 40 people. Yeah, that is a, that's a Just big... Just the family, the close-knit family. You know, like, uh, like, m- like my kids and my brother's kids, the sisters, brothers, sisters, kids, my kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, just that family alone. Uh, I think it's like 35 to 50 people. So my dad, uh, probably like a, a grandfather, maybe 20, 25 times. 20 times, yeah. He's got probably 25 grandkids, I think. Your grandfather? Wait. Oh, my, wow. My father. Yeah. Is, yeah. So he's got 25. Grandkids. Yeah. That, yeah. It's hard to keep track. It's so hard to keep track. So you're it's hard not to keep a, track of my own kids. <laughs> yeah, because you my, have six kids. As it is. Wow. Wow. So your family reunions might look a lot different than like, like my family reunions is with like four people. Oh, wow. <laughs> but it still has this, you know, challenges and um, amazingness to it. So no matter what size your family is, you still yeah. have that like the same dynamics going on. Of course. Of course. So I would love to hear about what's the exponential intelligence view on family reunions. Well, the EI definition of, of family reunions, you know, as family or actually say get together uh, and it's a group of people that should actually say enhance, you know, mm-hmm. our place in life, our stage in life, uh, and help us go into that next stage in life, okay? uh, which includes not only, you know, prosperity in the physical realm, <clears throat> but also helping us prepare uh, or connect with prosperity, you know, spiritually now, but then also help us prepare uh, as we get older and then cross over. So that's the EI, say, grand scheme of why family reunions or families get together. Uh, sad to say, uh, normal family reunions are very, very different. Uh, like we talked about, uh, we get stuck in time. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. We invent, we recirculate, uh, we distort uh, the same patterns over and over and over again. Uh, and then sadly to say again, that, uh, you, know, the, you know, when those families get together, what do they talk about? The same stuff that they're <laughs> Uh, you know, in their demise, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, that's running them down. They're ill. They don't have money. They're having these problems, right? Uh, and then that gets embedded into the children that are listening, that are growing up in that space even more. Uh, and then they think, well, that's the way life is, mm-hmm. uh, I guess, as we grow up. So, uh, and it shouldn't be that way, right? So the new paradigm, again, or the EI's definition of family reunions is to really say, help really enhance uh, who we are, define us, not just as we grow out of the family or grow out of that nest, but actually when we're younger children to really create, say, a strong dynamic foundation of, say, learning how to grow uh, mm-hmm. and never sedent- sedentary. Right. So the EI's, what you just said, the EI's view on family reunion sounds very positive. Like, yes, I want that. Yes, yeah. of course. It sounds like, you know, your, your family enough. reunion is a support system. Yes, and how many uh, families really support you, mm-hmm. right? So this is a great podcast to help learn how to really tap into that beautiful family reunion power through exponential intelligence. So you yes. are excited to go to the family reunion. You're aware of what's going on, and you it's not about control. It's about just embracing right. the beauty of your special family. Oh, oh exactly. Uh, it really is, even if your family is, say, distorted, you know, even if your family is, say, you know, mm-hmm. addicted and, and we're, or I we think we should talk about, you know, little genres that 
people go through. Uh, even if, you know, if you, you know, the, they're in those type of families, that's just not say beneficial. You can actually say, learn a lot uh, about say your past, your mm-hmm. lineage, and so on, and then move away from it because it makes it easier for you because you see it right in front of you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what great place, right? Yep. To move away. Yeah. Yeah. I would love to tap into that because my, my next question to you was going to be talking about, I would love to hear about some client experiences uh, with family reunions. Cause I have a feeling you have, must have a ton. I mean, such a big topic. Oh. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy how families actually come together and they actually enjoy, you know, uh, you know, Thanksgiving or Christmas. The, the biggest one was this woman, she came to me and this was a long time ago, but probably one of my most favorite uh, experiences, I think, of all time, actually. Uh, this woman came to me and she, she, um, uh, she complained about you know, digestive pain and so on like that. Uh, and as I was working on her, I kept seeing her son. You know? so I finally said, it's like, well, you know, do you have a son? She goes, yes. And she just started crying. And uh, she goes, well, my son's, um, you know, he's an addict. Uh, he, you know, he's trying to go to rehab. Well, I'm trying to get him to go to rehab and so on, and you know it's not working. Um, and I haven't seen my grandkids. You know, uh, the wife never speaks to me and so on like that. Uh, so I started working on him because it was actually that session was actually about him, not really her. You know, stomach issues. Although, you know, she got better. But so I started working on him. Uh, she makes another appointment, and I worked on him again. And then the like three weeks, three four weeks after that. She calls me up mm-hmm. and she goes, Moss, uh, my son decided to go to rehab. You know, it's the first time in like seven years, mm-hmm. that, you know, he actually uh, considered going to rehab. And then a few months later, she kept emailing me and she goes, you know, Moss, you know, he finished rehab really quick. Uh, and then she's, you know, really crying in November, you know, Thanksgiving. She goes, I can't believe it. This is the first time that I've been invited to, you know, the family Thanksgiving, you know, in reunion with, that's the first time she saw her uh, grandson, you know, and her grandson's, I don't know, like four or five years old. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so that was nice. And then uh, again, during Christmas, uh, they got invited again. Uh, she got invited again and she was part of the family again. So that's the best family reunion. And, and he was off drugs, mm-hmm. able, and, you know, creating a nice income and so on to, to, you know, have a nice, stable, close-knit family. And, you know, there's been studies that prove, and and you say this, that you hold your emotions in different parts of your body or you hold your pain and your pain bodies. So you were able to pick up that she was, her stomach issues were related to her family. And then by dealing with those and working with her on that, she was then able to reunite with her son. And that's beautiful. Yeah, exactly. And well, her son Mm -hmm. cleared up from being addicted to drugs and so on as well. So that was... That was a huge... Yeah, that, that brings up an interesting uh, question. Uh, you know, I'm sure I could hear... Imagine people listening to this going, I want that because I've been working yeah. on myself. You know, people might be saying, I listen to Moss's Meta Healings. I do the 21-day program. I listen to the podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'm able to disconnect. But what about my brother who's going to be at the family reunion? Or what about my mom, you know? Right. <laughs> it's not me, it's them. Like... <laughs> How does this well, podcast or how can you, how can they help with that? I mean. Well, it's, it's, you know, just like the example that I gave, mm-hmm. you know, the, the woman uh, yeah. and the addictive patterns in her, in her say family. Right. It wasn't just say the son having addictive patterns. She had addictive patterns, 
but she kind of shied away or had, say, that willpower. Because she actually had issues when she was younger and as she got older, mm-hmm. uh, again, you know, shied away or pulled away from it. So removing, say, those addictive patterns completely. And they don't even know that, say, I'm working on them uh, or it's they're being worked on or as a whole, their whole, say, underlying program or family structure is basically, say, falling apart. They don't know what's happening, so, which is kind of cool to see. Actually, so getting in or jumping into a family reunion where you can see, say, all the chaos start to show up, you start to understand your chaos, which is good. And then you pull away from that chaos even faster. Uh, And then the people who uh, the people who want to, say, come with you or who are are more aware, uh, they'll start to gravitate towards you and they'll start to go, hey, you know, what are you doing? What's going on? And so on and so on. Because, again, it's the frequencies that you're generating that they're attracted to. Even if somebody in your family didn't even like you, didn't even want to talk to you, uh, if they're awakened now, they'll start talking to you, you know, in a pleasant way. So uh, it's really quite amazing to see that. So that was a beautiful family story, and it gives inspiration and hope with how your own energy can affect the family dynamics and how you can affect yes. other people. Yes. Um, you know, one thing to note, uh, mm-hmm. I always hear this, you know, people go back to their family reunions or, you know, graduation parties or whatever it is uh, that they go back to uh, and they go, Moss, my family really sucks. I hate my family. Aww. I can't stand them anymore. They've changed. You know, it, it's not that they've changed. They haven't, say, changed a bit. It's just that you've, say, broken free from it. You've ascended higher. Right, and you, you're seeing who you were at a very different perspective. That's why you, you know, you want to stay away from that, which actually is great. Again, because it gives you more momentum to say catapult out of say, the situation that you're in. Mm-hmm. And that and that brings me to a quote that I'd love to sh- share to you. Oh, Let's get your feedback on this. This is unknown, but I I found it interesting, intriguing, and it is a. Like branches on a tree, our lives may grow in different direction, yet our roots remain as one. Yes. Uh, I love it. Uh, I, I, I truly love it. Um, and I always talk about that, actually. So can we, let's get into it a little deeper. Yeah. You know, uh, so, you know, the roots of the family, right? The base roots or even the trunk uh, of the tree, you know, um, that connects say, everybody together. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody tries to say change say, their own individual lives or their own individual situations, right, off that family tree. But, you know, if the underlying structure, the nutrition that's coming up through the roots into the trunk and into, say, the family as a whole, mm-hmm. uh, it's really hard to transform those underlying, again, frequencies. Uh, so what I do or what EI basically defines is, especially, again, if you're the kingpin, uh, or that you know pivotal factor in that family, mm-hmm. uh, you start to change. They say that the, the nutrition that's coming into the roots, into the trunk, and then everything of that family dynamic changes. So everybody starts to benefit. Everybody starts to say clean up because that's what it's really, really about: cleaning up your family lineage, so you don't have to create the family lineage distortions the next lifetime that you're together. Those family lineages, uh, again, people stay together. That's why they're, they, there's that spiritual family tree that's uh, there as well. So 
That's beautiful. I, I love yeah. that. You just uh, said that so well. Uh, I can really <laughs> visually see that. It really helps to understand the concept of what you do and how your work affects people. I loved that, you know, you're cleaning up the nutrients in the tree. So the tree is flourishing, flourishing. And would you say that the nutrients is coming and it's from pure source? It's kind of like, Oh, definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's, it's all about say awakening. It's all about connecting back to your real roots of who you were without the distortions, without the stories, without the shortcomings Mm -hmm. or, they lack, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's where abundance uh, in families come about uh, in its purest form as well. Uh, you know, abundance that doesn't say cost you in addictions, um, mur- murders, uh, strange deaths, uh, you know, uh, things like that. Uh, that's where that stuff comes from, by the way. Maybe we can do a talk uh, later on about that. But uh, again, cleaning up all, all that junk that really controls or binds the family. And that goes back to that visual that you painted, goes back to the beginning of our conversation where you're talking about the EI's definition of family reunions is truly from a place of abundance and wants you to thrive. Of so, course. Uh, every, everything that you do in mm-hmm. this life, not just family, uh, everything that you are doing or supposed to be doing uh, is actually uh, is about creating abundance and connection. Mm-hmm. We've got it all wrong, though. We've, we, we, we don't real, a lot of people don't realize that you mean? No, right. More, a lot of people, I would say about, if you want to put a number, about 96, 7% of say human population, they don't realize that. So what do we do? We create the distortions over and over and over and over mm-hmm. again. What about, and I, I don't, I just, this popped into my head. So I have to say it. I could just hear someone thinking, you know, that's great about the tree and all, but what if there's a dead branch on the tree? You just got to cut it off. True. <laughs> How do you deal with that dead branch, you know? <laughs> uh, that's what happens actually, you know, uh, talking about that dead branch. So uh, as, you know, as I was speaking before, uh, the people that start to say awaken, mm-hmm. they'll create say another, say section or another say trunk off that family tree. Uh, the people who are the dead branches that choose not to go say forward into the new reality, mm-hmm. they do actually die off their generation dies off, those frequencies then die off. Uh, and those people, those individuals, um, you know, usually they don't have children. And if they do have children, it's the last generation, uh, say, of those children. Those children won't have any more children. Uh, does that make sense? So it does literally die off the frequencies that, say, control uh, that family. Wow. And then new root really takes place. So it's a whole new tree uh, that that grows right instead of that old family stuff. I don't want to say unfortunately, right? You know, but uh, I've seen it in family where you know I've worked on people and then the dead branch, um, you know, they have strange deaths happen to them, so they start to die off quickly because it's just more efficient um, to clean up that way, right? So uh, that stuff does happen. So odd. When we're talking about, you know, I also love, I, you hear this a lot where, where husbands or wives will joke with one another and say, well, it's not your family, you know, I'm not blood related to them. Uh-huh. So, they, so they can go to, you know, their loved one's family reunion with a different perspective, you know, sure. they, they're like, that's not my family, it's your family. Yeah. But is that... Uh, actually, the joke's on them. Right. But, <laughs> I was just going to say, how does that work? 
Well, a lot of husband and wives that I see, a good number, I would say maybe 30, 40%, uh, actually uh, married somebody in their spiritual family tree. So at some level, they actually are, say, related. So uh, and, uh, again, uh, a lot of, say, couples who are, they have a brother-sister feel, you know, or their sex life and relationships aren't deep, um, because at one point probably you guys were, say, brother-sister type. And that's why that relationship stays as a brother-sister. So so will you go into that for people that might not be familiar with that term that you just used? You said the spiritual family tree. Right. So what happens is you have, you know, the physical family tree. The spiritual family tree is a grander tree. Uh, and these are all the people that have been, say, in your life or, you know, part of your family or part of your spiritual family. So that could mean, you know, your dentist that you're really, really, say, connected to might have been, say, part of the family at one time, if that makes sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's, yeah. Was, yeah, so that's where it happens. Uh, a lot of times, uh, again, uh, in individuals who are, say, controlled or their family has been, say, harvested, you know, for their spirits and so on. Uh, and again, that's another subject, so uh, I'll just briefly go over it. What happens is that usually you marry somebody within the family to propagate um, a control source that controls you. And that's why, uh, again, the family dynamics gets more corrupt, more and more corrupt. It's just like, you know, intermarrying, right, and having kids. You know, when you intermarry, right, they get weaker. Uh, The weaker genes get weaker. The stronger genes get stronger. So when you intermarry, say, at a spiritual level uh, and you're in a dark space where your family has been controlled, well, the darkness, very, very strong, gets stronger and stronger. Uh, and then the weakness side, the addictions, the, 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 you know, the strange, say, deaths and so on like that, the strange diseases, uh, they get, say, stronger as well. So, uh, that's why all that stuff happens to families. You know, that brings up, uh, how do you explain, you say sometimes there's people who have families that are possessed. How do mm-hmm. people get away from that and, and what does that mean? Uh, people who are possessed, well, people who are possessed, uh, people who have very intuitive gifts, right? Uh, and if you, you kind of know that you're possessed, if you have, say, intuitive abilities uh, and your life feels like it's cursed, you know, like, say, the Kennedys. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. I actually met uh, uh, in London. I was talking about the Kennedys and, you know, I was saying their family's cursed and uh, the lady came, comes up, she's a Fitzgerald uh, and she goes, that's right, my mom always said that our family was cursed. So uh, what happens though, it, literally, this is what truly happens and it happens quite a bit, um, you know, somewhere up in your spiritual family tree, somebody says, you know, please, God help me, I do this. Uh, or, you know, in say the wealthy case, some individuals who are super wealthy, uh, they go, you know, if I could say control so-and-so, or if I could make X amount of money, uh, you know, um, you know, I, that's what I want. I'll give anything. Well, some dark source comes in and goes, okay, uh, I'll give you uh, unlimited money, un- unlimited power. We just want your spirit. And then people laugh about it and they go, yeah, okay. Uh, like the Koch brothers, you know, if you re- if you've ever read Dark Money, it's an interesting book. Uh, they amassed a lot of fortune, but uh, you know the family dynamics are not the best. 
that's that stuff. So anyway, the once that person way up in that generation in that family tree say signs that contract, say with the devil selling your soul to the devil, uh, everybody below gets affected by it as well. I see it over and over and over again, uh, and that's why you know addictions and patterns of abuse and so on like that keep running in families. So. Uh, how do you survive that? So if you're cursed, I, I do believe, like, you know, if you're cursed, if your family's cursed, it is oh. quite obvious for those. Yes. And, and people are having to ask, is my family cursed? I don't know what that means. It's probably yeah. likely that they're fine. But for the people where this resonates with and they're like, that's me, that's me. How do right. they then survive their family reunions? Uh, well, they're here. One, it'll mm-hmm. start to awaken them. Okay, it'll start to say awaken you and start to see say who actually controls you, uh, and then when you go into the family re- reunions, uh, and that's what I said, it is the most interesting thing because you see things from a third person perspective, mm-hmm. right? You see it outside of your family. You see all the patterns, or you know, if you're cursed, say or possessed, you'll see all the patterns that say possess those individuals uh, rather than say the individual itself you'll see the underlying frequencies that dominate or rule uh, basically those robots that are your family. So once you start to see it, uh, you gain enough strength to actually say, start tearing apart that contract. Or, you know, uh, and that's what I do as well, tear apart contracts. Uh, and then it's easier for you to pull away. So. Beautiful. So now let's, let's, let's switch into a little bit more lighter side lighter here. Side. <laughs> so yes, uh, let's talk about how Hollywood portrays family reunions. You know, I feel like it's very easy to have a comedy on a family reunion, like oh, uh, National Lampoon with Chevy Chase and Beverly mm. Delangelo. I'll tell you something, this is no longer a vacation. It's a quest. Yeah. Those are always hilarious. You have all the kids in the car. I, I, yeah. see, I feel like I could see you doing that, Moss, with your six kids. Oh, God. We do do that, actually. <laughs> Which seems insane. It is so fun, and you know we have more fun. I mean, <laughs> they could actually do a movie on it. it it's crazy fun. But, oh, my gosh. How do you fit yeah, everyone in the car? Uh, I have a Suburban. <laughs> and then my wife, she flies, you know, because she can't handle the noise, but she She's flies. Smart. Yeah. So it's just me and the kids, and uh, we have a blast, actually. And that's your own little self-created family reunion as you go travel yeah, exactly. and amazing I, I love it so you are the real life national lampoon adventures yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm not as uh, dumb as griswold <laughs> although we do some strange things <laughs> and then also there's like the the meet the Falkers. all right now look Falker. i'm a patient man that's what 19 months in a vietnamese prison camp will do to you but i will be watching you Oh, my God. With yes. Ben Stiller and Owen Wilson and Robert De Niro, Barbara Streisand, they say the wackiest things around the dinner tables in those comedies. That, yeah, that would be the extended family. Yes, in me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, my family reminds me of um, uh, the big, uh, what is it, the big fat Greek wedding? Mm-hmm. Oh my God! Yeah, the the bigger family, you know, the one that came uh, from Afghanistan. It's almost like that. It really is. It's it's so funny to watch them from, say, a different perspective. It mm-hmm. it's crazy funny. 
That is funny. And then, you know, there's a lot of movies about people who are breaking down before uh, family reunions. Like even in the big fat Greek wedding, the woman mm. starring in that is freaking out about it. Right. Or, or like The Hangover. Which Phil, do not go in the bathroom. Yeah, will you put on some pants? Phil, there is a tiger in the bathroom. Is about them freaking out about going to a wedding, a family event. Uh, yeah. And then they do these crazy things and they lash out before they go see the whole family. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's great to see other people, you know, in pain right. and so on. Right. So why don't you just transform yourself into that movie and be the editor right, or the director, you know, of your own family movie? And it's it's really, really, say, funny to see. And, and then it also helps you, say, separate yourself from the family dynamics. And, you know, things aren't so as serious. And then when they're not as serious, you actually get to, say, move out of them. A lot easier and faster of your own space as well. Uh, so it actually turns out to be fun. Right, right. I love that. In the um, family dynamics, which essentially could be like part one of this, you know, like the intro to how to deal with your families, uh, you talk right. about being the scientist and looking at it as an objective view. Right. And now with, with this podcast, with family reunions, I, I love the concept of what you just said about being your own editor, being the director of your own family movie. Right. Uh, yeah. And, you, you know, when you put laughter in it, you know, you really enjoy it. And then, you know, you really say start to not egg that person on, but, you know, you see how, say, distorted they can get. And it becomes funny for you uh, again, which actually, say, releases that tension or releases that uh, program or frequency in you as well, because you don't care. That frequency doesn't control you anymore. And that's why you can laugh about it. Right. When you can laugh at your own mistakes. Isn't it easier to recover from it or move on from it? Mm -hmm. Same thing here, guys. It's the exact same thing. Beautiful. So what would you like to do for the moss work before we jump into this meta-healing? Pretend that you are creating a movie for the next family reunion that you get into. Even if it's just a get-together, you know, a small get-together with, you know, just a quarter or just you and your parents and so on like that. Uh, Again, start to see it from a different perspective, a director's perspective. Uh, that you're running, you're going to create a, say, a comedy movie about your family uh, and see see the laughs that you get. I love it. I love it. Well, thank you, Moss, for this conversation. And thank you, hon. All right. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and just jump right in and then uh, we'll explain on uh, what this meta-healing is about. Uh, again, sitting, standing, lying down, preferably standing if you can, physically. Just getting comfortable sitting, standing, Lying down, preferably standing up. Noticing how you are standing up or any other position that your body is in. Taking a deep breath in, inhaling through the nose, holding it for a second or two. And then exhaling through the mouth. In this meta healing, discipline is important. Every time we do a group, a breath in, again, inhaling, count of four, holding it for count of two, uh, and then exhaling, count of four through the mouth. Let's try that again. Deep breath in as you become aware of your body. Nice little four count, holding it for two. Exhaling through the mouth, releasing, letting go. 
Perhaps releasing, letting go of that tension, back of the head, lower part of the scalp, through the neck, the throat, as your shoulders start to relax and let go. Although we just started, maybe a minute, maybe a bit more, might be feeling a little different. So I tap into you as I generate those frequencies that you bathe in to help you transform easier, faster. And with a little help from our friends, the rest of the people listening, whether it's at the exact same time, whether it's at different times to this, right, creating that strength, that momentum that we need to go even further. Breathing in, taking that group breath in. Holding. Releasing. And acknowledging the group running with the group and confident with the group. And again, beautiful breath in, nice and deep. Continue to work on you. Do you continue to relax? Asking ourselves, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? That question again, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? There we go. And let's do this. Meta Healing is on secrets of uh, enjoying family reunion. So when I say that, that word, those two words, family, reunion, what do you get? How do you feel? Where do you feel it? Just note that area. There we go. Uh, note if it's in your body, within your body, anywhere within your body. Note if it's anywhere, say, outside your body, about arm's length around you, above you, below you. You're noting that group breath in again. As I speak the words family reunion, and note where it pops up. Note any memories, feelings, emotions that pop up for you. And then notice the details of what pops up, how it pops up, where it pops up, feelings that you get. Does it take you back in time? Does it stop you in time? You go forward in time. What happens to your heart rate? Again, notice the details of your body as, I say, family reunion. Mm -hmm. 
breath in again. Tapping on a family reunion spot, wherever it might be, uh, whether you want to do it physically or in your mind's eye. Note what pops up for you, again, good or bad. And whether it is good or bad, just go ahead and delete that. Let's go ahead and take a nice deep breath in. Takes me about, say, 10. Helps you to completely eliminate or neutralize that feeling of a family reunion. Even now, you might be feeling, say, a little different from it, perhaps a void in that space. Uh, but let's just make sure it's completely eradicated, whether it was good for you or negative. Breath in and inhaling, holding, exhaling, zero, one, two, three, four, we slow down time, five, slower yet, six, coming more present. Seven. Eight. Nine. And ten. There we go. Noting your breath. Again, as I say, family reunion, going back to that spot, how does it feel? As a note, most of you feel good. It's kind of empty or blank in that space. Some of you, um, a lot of stuff coming out, so it's all right. Just keep listening to this over and over until you get to that neutral state where most of us are. 
that's about say 15% of you that are there. Uh, the other 75%, uh, 85%. Uh, well, feeling neutral, which is good. So let's move on, taking a deep breath in. Uh, imagine you're a director of a movie. Okay, we're creating a movie similar to uh, something about Mary, Meet the Fockers, uh, my big fat Greek wedding. Some of the Adam Sandler movies, right? And your family is the star. You're the director sitting back. <sighs> Analyzing everybody. Just noting everybody's quirks. If you've noticed in any of those movies that I've mentioned... Uh, perhaps your family has them. In your family's case, it bothers you. In the movie's case, it makes you laugh. <sighs> Take a deep breath in. We give a whole, say, different definition. Hmm. Helping you redefine the family dynamics into, say, a comedy. Quirkier, hmm. the better. There we go. And since you're the director, right, being removed. There we go. That only helps you say grow and expand, but then enjoying as you grow and expand. And then also helping you say identify How you see yourself in family dynamics. Noticeable breath in. There we go. leaving the space as long as you stay in the space quietly meditating it will feel like you're still connected to the group I'm still working on you uh, enjoy have fun notice what you notice <sighs> 